Got an old car? You can donate it, whether it's running or not, to the United Breast Cancer Foundation and save a life. They'll even come and pick it up for free. The United Breast Cancer Foundation has saved hundreds of women's lives through their free or low-cost breast screen exams. But now they need your help. The United Breast Cancer Foundation wants to save more lives through early detection by offering women free or low-cost breast screening exams. And donating your old car, SUV, or truck, whether it's running or not, helps pay for them. Plus, you get a charitable tax deduction. Help the United Breast Cancer Foundation save lives by donating your old car, SUV, or truck. Call now for free pickup. 800-280-2144-800-280-2144-800-280-2144. Call right now. That number again is 800-280-2144. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome, everybody, to the most exciting, entertaining, and as we say sometimes, informative show on earth that is us radio law talk i'm your host frederick penny with denise dirks todd cunin and our three-time emmy award nominee but never a winner um cal hunter behind the glass thank you for producing this again cal we appreciate it uh you know what uh, or misproducing as the case may be yeah yeah yes or just producing (laughs) denise is a family law attorney uh todd is a former prosecutor for the DA's office in Tennessee and in California and is, uh, has his own criminal law practice and I am a personal injury and I do insurance uh, law and actually we will be touching on COVID-19. Uh, there's a case we're going to discuss about the COVID-19 and making claims on your insurance as a business for uh, business losses uh, for, due to COVID-19. Actually, I just had to, I spoke at a wonderful seminar. I'm going to do a shout out for the World Water Park Association. I uh, did a webinar for them on uh, if they can claim losses uh, on their insurance policy for business losses due to Corona uh, 19 or the coronavirus, uh, the COVID-19 or the coronavirus, and it it turned out really well. And thank you very much for having me come and host this uh, wonderful event with hundreds of owners of the water parks, and and it was a a great event. It was weird. It was so weird. Let me tell you why it's weird. I have been involved in seminars before. It, just talking to a, a, a little camera, knowing there's hundreds of people out there, and these are these are business, big business owner people, and you just, it's like you have no idea. There's a few jokes I cracked. Let me tell you the quick joke I cracked. And actually, the there's always two people on the line that are running the show, you know, and they were laughing so hard, I, they wouldn't stop laughing. So I said, I guess it went over with the two of them. But you have no idea what they're thinking, because yeah. a lot of times you look at the audience, and, the, and, and this is actually true. So... I thank them because this is actually the first webinar I've done since the uh, coronavirus and the, and, the, and the shutdown. So I, I've been wearing jeans. And you guys see I'm wearing shorts, flip-flops. I Look, I love to dress down. And for 28 years, I've been wearing suits all the time. So I said, you know what? I appreciate you doing this and, and inviting me. That means I have to wear, after 28 years, I got to enjoy myself and not wear suits. Now I had to put the suit back on. 
And what just shocks me, I didn't realize the longer the suit hangs in the closet, the smaller it gets. It just shrinks in the closet. I, my and, su- my and, suits and, yeah. have done the same thing. And yeah. so I was just wondering, and so everyone did laugh. <laughs> so it, your suits got the COVID, and yes, they, shrank they shrank as a result. I got it. I got well, the longer they hang, I didn't realize the longer they hang in the closet, the more they shrink. So you, you need to use them more often so they don't shrink. And so that, that was something that I noticed about my suit when I put it on. And so I'm back to my shorts and my... Uh, Nice uh, shirt. So, I, I but uh, but I don't know. I didn't know if the people thought it was funny or not. I mean, if it's a bomb, say it bombs, you don't know, and you keep telling other funny jokes, and they're just going, oh, jeez, dude, really? Come on, move, move on. So I threw another few funny jokes, you know, during the whole presentation. Don't know if they bombed or don't know if it was a big hit. I'm not quite sure. There, there is a key indicator that if the jokes are bombing because they can't – you can't see the participant count uh-uh. go down. But what you do see is, you know, on some of these, if they stop the video feed and just their name shows up or their picture, if you see an increase in those – then you know the jokes are bombing because what they're doing is, all right, I can't leave, but I can just put my name up there and go off and do something else. And oh. if after the seminar and they say, Fred goes, so how'd it go? You guys want to have me back next year? And they go, well, you know, keep trying, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> well, the president, uh, Rick, I'm going to say Rick's the, Rick's the president of the World Water Park Association, and he did call me and said it was an excellent job. So there you go. Great. That's great. So, I'm sure you so, did. I'm so sure you one did. of yeah. the jokes probably went over okay. I think the other ones might have just bombed, but I don't know. Any, anyway, I, it was weird. It was just weird. It was funny. Well, let me tell you why it's weird, too. I'm so used to the radio. Aren't you? You know, the three of us are really used to radio. We're radio personalities. And I, I, I started to kind of treat it like a radio show and talking like I was on the radio. And I realized, ah, you got to kind of back off on the radio thing, you know? It's, it's more of a seminar. And so, I don't know. It just, I don't know. It, it was fun and interesting. But uh, uh, we're going to talk today about... Did uh, you record it? Yeah, they recorded it. And it's going to be in their, I think, their magazine. They've got it online for their members and... They have it recorded where members can go back and listen to my jokes. Please so. don't say we have to pay to view it. It's not a pay-per-view, is um, it? It might be eventually a pay-per-view on Netflix. Like Netflix? Or, yeah, yeah, I'm, think sure, it, yeah. I'm sure Netflix will pick it up. <laughs> the making of a murderer. Remember that? <laughs> oh, oh, man. The making of a loser. Did they leave your uh, mic on when you went to the restaurant? Uh, you know what? That would have been a good idea. <laughs> I should have. I should have added said, some interest. I'd like to go to the bathroom really quick, and not only the mic, but I'm going to keep my uh, little camera on me yeah, too. Yeah, even better. <laughs> <laughs> mic and camera. Uh, Mr. Mr. Penny, your camera, uh, the mic's on, but your camera's still going. Oh, all right. <laughs> There's nothing for it to see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to talk about Mary Kate Olson's divorce. We're going to lean on uh, our uh, esteemed colleague over there, Denise, to talk. There's some very interesting thing about the divorce we talked about last week. There's some updates. We're going to talk about the Supreme Court ruling last minute, the like 5 o'clock Washington, D.C. time on Friday, about churches uh, suing the state of California and on this COVID-19 issue. And quite frankly, I was a little bit shocked. I mean, I'm not going to say shocked, but surprised. And and I think it's very, very evident uh, of what the Supreme Court said that's going to steer a lot of the other states to do things. But that's going to be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, and, and Todd wants to talk about, you know, we'd say politically neutral, but we don't want to, we try to make this a little more upbeat. We don't want to talk about all the negative things that are happening in the country, but there are some things that you just, it's the elephant in the room we want to talk about. 
some interesting things about this police officer that that uh, has been arrested in, with for third degree uh, murder. And then we're also going to Todd's going to talk about the issues that uh, really are not super important, but are interesting as lawyers, whether or not, how does this individual, quote, officer testify about any of the cases he's worked on that he has to testify as the officer that he arrested this guy or whatever, and how that's going uh, to be affected? The impact on any pending case. That he even, that, that, even the past yes. cases, perhaps. Right. So yeah. It, 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 exactly. Exactly. So that there's going to be there's going to be an impact there, regardless of the outcome right. of the criminal charges he's facing. Yeah. So. There's also we're going to talk about Weinstein. Uh, we, we got it. We got another elephant, and then we got to talk about the Trump Twitter issue briefly and the legality of that. And uh, the coronavirus lawsuit, and like I said, I did the seminar on it with a business. If you want to uh, make a claim uh, on the, with uh, business losses due to the coronavirus, there's a lot of interesting things to discuss there. And that's a one-hour seminar, but or about a 45-minute seminar, but uh, but uh, we're going to talk about that. Uh, remember, we're, we're talking about general topics of law. Seek local counsel. Uh, you know, don't don't use us, uh, you know, as advice and go to the judge and, and uh, talk about what we said on Radio Law Talk. But you can use it again around the dinner table if there's someone you don't like, your in-laws or, or a neighbor that your wife really likes but you don't. And, and they start saying, well, you know, they say you can always throw in the no Radio Law Talk says. So interesting law discussion but not precedent setting in, other yes. words, in terms of legal precedent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, right. yes, or whatever you want, however you want to risk your life. You can call us at 855-LAW-RADIO. What's our phone number? It's 855-529-7234. Or you can go to our Twitter account. Just type in Radio Law Talk anywhere, Instagram, Facebook. We even have a TikTok, you know, and, and you can uh, email us at info at radiolawtalk.com. But we, we appreciate your emails. We appreciate our fan base. We're going to be back after these uh, quick messages and go to a case or no case. Yes, if you stay right there, there's more Radio Law Talk coming right up. And when we do come back on case or no case, we'll head to the Great Lakes. That's next right here on Radio Law Talk. Don't go away. Advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to prolawfirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to prolawfirms.com. That's prolawfirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P. 
P-E-N-N-E-Y-Lawyers.com. Concussion Medical Clinic knows active people run the risk of the concussion. Soccer, football, even a simple fall can lead to a brain injury. Concussion Medical Clinic can test you before you start a sports program so they can have a baseline and more quickly diagnose a concussion should one occur. They also offer expert witness services if you're involved in a concussion case, and their specialty is the treatment of concussion. So if you have suffered a concussion and want the best concussion care available, give Concussion Medical Clinic a call, 916-259-4043, 916-259-4043, Concussion Medical Clinic. At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety, like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows, and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y-Lawyers.com. The cost of getting rid of garbage is high, and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and baling company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com. This is Frederick Penny, Todd Cunin, and Denise Dirks with a personal invitation to you who have a business that could benefit from a little national exposure. Radio Law Talk is heard in more than 35 markets across the United States, and Radio Law Talk provides that opportunity. Some of you have listened to the show and thought, my business should be advertising there right now. We agree. So email info at radiolawtalk.com, and we'll get right back with you. Let us help your business grow in multiple markets. Email info at radiolawtalk.com now. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhpp.org. Everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. I like the Amadrosa Valley. Todd has a kitty. You're listening to Radiolawtalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. The reason people here are Cal is one thing and one thing only, and that is for case or no case. Right now. Okay, here we go. Okay. Yeah, let's right, now it's time to play case or no case. Sorry. Now it's time to play there we go. Case or No Let's Case. Play it. Play the game. I know I can count on Miami Machine to go. I don't think so. Okay. The month was November, and the winds were blowing cold. November. Ooh. An iron ore ship hauling pellets took off for its destination, a foundry in nearby Detroit, in a commonly used shipping lane, Lake Superior. She was carrying 29,250 tons of taconite 
iron ore pellets, soon reached her top speed of 16.3 miles an hour as another freighter toiled nearby. But that freighter was destined for Gary, Indiana, so they split paths. The weather forecast was not unusual for November. The Weather Service predicted a storm would pass just south of Lake Superior and did it ever. However, the ship was compromised and went down carrying the captain and her crew. The ship was owned by Northwestern Mutual Insurance, who invested a lot in shipping. They would buy big ships, and then they would pay uh, an operating company to run them. This company had a 25-year contract with the insurance company. After the first stop, the weather went from poor to worse. Gale warnings were issued, but the ship was a big old boat that had sailed in gales before, so the captain said no problem, until the doors on the top decks, which were not properly latched and apparently of poor quality, let loose, and some water got in, and then some more water, and then some more, and then the ship listed, and before you knew it, the ship was in terrible difficulty, and down she went. Investigations followed, and family after family sought Canadian legal counsel, because it was in Lake Superior on the Canadian side of the border. And so I ask you, case or no case, and Fred, I'm going to start with you. All right, okay, hold on. Yeah. Is it this song? Well, Cal, I mean, what the, is this? I mean, the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. This is the well, wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. If, yeah, wait a minute. Okay, now, even if it is, what was the legal outcome? I love this song. Gordon Listen liked that. Song. The Canadian troubadour. So, um... Tell me, All what do you think? Right. Okay. What, what do you think about the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald? Did because it is, that, in fact, that. That's very that good is catch. by yeah. Gordon Lightfoot. And I love that song. From yeah. the 1970s, yeah. the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald is one of my favorite songs. Yeah, I like and it, And he too. sings about what a sad tale this was of this wonderful... Actually, it was like one of the top, biggest, most powerful ships on Lake Superior. Correct. And the best line in the song is when the captain says, fellas... It's been, it's been good, good to know. To know you. Yeah. yeah. What a great line. Very yeah. poignant song. Yeah. So what was what happened there? So, uh, What's the legal did, outcome? I, I they would this is in the seventies and Correct. they would have made a claim for the insurance. So I'm gonna say it's a real case. Okay. <clears throat> but the question is, what happened when they made the claim for the insurance? Is that was that what your question is? Well, was it a case or no case? It was a case. Because remember I said they sought Canadian no, counsel, they were on Canadian case. side. Yep, it's a case. So then what happened after they filed their claim? You what know, happened? I don't remember that part of the claim, but I'm gonna say well, the it's not winner in the song, yeah. I know. I am gonna <laughs> say the winner is the Edmund Fitzgerald's company and or families uh, did make a claim. That's what the question is about the insurance and won. Okay, uh, Mr. Cunin, what's your what's your take on the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald? See, I thought Fred was going to go with this song here. Well, that could be. You know, I mean, it was only a three-hour tour, but the Howells took their entire wardrobe. <laughs> I never point. got that. <laughs> Regardless, and uh, many guest stars with them. <laughs> I know, I know. What the heck? That alone is a whole show we could do. <laughs> but let's move on. But, le- but I digress. The legal implications of killing uh, So I'll say, I'll discuss. say, it's, I'll say it's a case, and I will say that the. The do different than me so I can catch up. No, that's exactly why I'm not going to oh, do it different from you. I, I am going to mirror everything Fred oh. said. So whatever Fred said, that's the way I'm going to. You're saying case and the plaintiffs prevail. Yes. The, okay. uh, Denise, what do you think about this? Because well, this really is an interesting uh, thing. Was yeah. the Northwestern Insurance the owner of the ship? Correct. What they would do, they, they took all the insurance premiums, you know, life insurance and stuff, and they would invest them in this shipping business, and then they'd 
buy the ships and hire a pilot company to operate these ships up and down Lake Michigan and Lake Superior, hauling auto, mostly ore for automotive production, mostly. That was their whole business model. That's how they made their... Okay, so yeah. that if the family sued, they would have sued them, and they would have sued the people that did the defective doors. Yeah. Well, right? More than likely. If they were or in the 70s. they sued yeah. Northwestern, and Northwestern sued the defective doors people. And in, in, in Canada, using Canadian law. Yes. Yes. So I'm going to say, oh, God, it has to be a case. Going to play it um, safe there. No, I don't want to play it safe. I want to just play say it. no case, and you might catch up with it. No, I'm so far behind. There's not a okay. hope of that. All so right. I think it's a case, but I think it's something tricky, like Northwestern Insurance wins against the defective door people. Okay. Denise, Denise, if you're so far behind, you got to swing for the fences. Go big or go home. I, See, go no I love when Todd tries to talk. I go no case. It's the only way you have a Denise, possibility of making cats. up the points. Eight five five Law Radio. You can you can weigh in and see what you think about well, the Edmund Fitzgerald. I'll tell you, the answer to this has an interesting twist to it that I'd like to share with you. Ooh, not yet. Is yeah. it? Can we wait till the no. break, or do you want to just share it now? I've got a minute yes. and a half. Does, does the interesting twist have anything to do with the ownership of a baseball team in New York? Uh, no. Okay. Just but it does, does it have, have something, something to, to do with the ownership, right? Does, where does it, does the it, ship was at the time of the... Of okay. The, does it have the, anything to do a, with the game Twister? No. <laughs> yes. Which they were playing on deck as it went down. No. <laughs> okay. All right. Everyone was playing Twister at the time it went down. Oh, what? it was in international waters. All right. So, I, so I'm <laughs> yeah, not... Inter- there's international waters. No, it was in Canadian waters. Oh, well. As I told okay. you, it was in Canadian waters, but it was an American ship, and that's your... That's your clue as to what the answer to this is as we continue. I I think I know where you're going with this. I don't. I just went, Okay, we're going to be back. Cal is going to tease it during the break. just giving you a tease. And and then we're going to talk about case or no case. And then we're also going to get into Mary-Kate Olsen's divorce. That it's really interesting what happened and why maybe there's some real issues here. We'll be back. What a fascinating story that is. And we'll have that and more next right here on Radio Law Talk. Three hours every Saturday morning, 9 to noon, right here on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. So keep listening. We'll be back. Advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. 
Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those... Make more. Teach. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. That is Armadillo. Oh, come on. Radio Law Talk. Now, back to the show. So, those of you who know the Olsen twins were young, young sisters growing up. And I'm, oh, sure, and I'm sure we'll case. get to that after oh the end gosh, of the... Oh, my gosh, you're right. I apologize. No, Let's no, do case no, no, review. No, 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 you know what? Um, I so think excited. all of us talked during the break, and we decided we wanted to change our answers. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, but <laughs> why? But Denise, why? I love it. Denise goes, case or no case? Like, oh, yes, as, as if radio can't hear the whisper. All right, let's finish up. You're right, Cal. We oh, you're right. Hear. They can hear me oh, whisper. They can hear you whisper. Let's do but, it. But I'd like to know why you would like to change your answer. Really no, quickly. I don't, don't want to change my answer. No, it was just a joke. It was because we figured out that there's some kind of competition between jurisdictions of Canada and United States. And the flag and that on the... the and the flag on the thing, and the United States doesn't have a whole lot of flags anymore. They go to other jurisdictions and put and own. The well, ships in another these are American registered ships, and even though this happened in Canadian waters, notice I told you they sought counsel in Canada, but it's an American ship, so it's under American law. So no matter what they sought, didn't matter, went to the wrong people, but they did file a case. The three fast filers got about three million bucks between them and the crew, oh. and the rest of them, the insurance company went to a court and said, look, you're going to make us go broke, so the court put an overall cap of $875,000 that the others had to split up between them. Oh. And there were 26 crew and captain the on there. In the 70s. That was the 1970s. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's... But, but no, uh, notice the personal injury attorney is the one going, oh. oh he just I'm puckered saying, up oh, when I said... Oh, my God. Horrible. God. <laughs> He's starting to go, $800,000. That means a bunch of attorneys are going to split the third of that. Oh, my God. It's a travesty. <laughs> exactly. Dogs and cats living together. It's mass hysteria. It's travesty. It's, it's the lamb and the lion. Lying next to each other. But there were, when the thing was all done, there were three causes. One was defect manu ma in manufacturers. Denise called it. Which is the door that broke? Yeah, that mm -hmm. the latches weren't proper. And the other was bad crew. And mm -hmm. and uh, what the, what did they call it? Uh, where the crew just got eh, you know laissez-faire. Yeah, didn't really you know pay attention to how they were battening down the hatches, so to speak. Oh. So a lot of laws were changed as the result of the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, and that that valuable cargo still sits at the bottom of the lake oh. they call Gitchigumi. 
I don't know if this was as a result of that case, but you will note that there are very few, if any, ships that fly under the American flag anymore. Could be. It's uh, the regulations change so much that uh, most of the ships are are from the Caribbean or elsewhere, but they. It's very difficult to find a ship that flies under the American flag. Quite possibly to avoid liability. So With the exception of the Navy. <laughs> so it is possible today that we will have a winner, case or no case. Could be. Now, next hour, ladies Todd and gets two points, right? I'm well did. To, I'm taking you oh. to a case involving a police officer in Oklahoma City. That's next time on Case or No Case. And now back to Radio Law Talk. Yeah, we have to get to the topic of the Olsen twins. But you know what, though? I was just saying that, that so people who are following us, we, the first person to get to 50 points, the other hosts have to buy dinner for, and Todd is at 40 what? 40 46. Six. So he could, you could hear a historical thing happen on the radio show this week if Todd gets two points next hour and two points the next hour. He's got us, and we have to buy him. And it will be his second wind. I know. But the odds of that, frankly, are not that good. I have some very good case or no cases. (laughs) I'm glad to hear that. Well, uh, go go ahead. Mary Kate Olson. Everybody's been, you know, pinned up in the house together. This is a huge pandemic, and and really people are taking it seriously for the most part. Um, Well, just tell about the Olsons. Well, Mary Kate Olson's pinned up in the house with her husband, right? Who is Um, a difference of age of about... 20 some odd there's a difference in age about 20 some odd year difference. yeah there's okay. a difference in age um but that's not really the important thing no i'm just the telling important you thing history. is that her husband mm-hmm. invited his children his mother and his ex-wife to come live with him and mary kate during this time of sheltering in, in their five million dollar mm. apartment <laughs> yes mm. in new york <clears throat> but which didn't go over well with Mary Kate, by there's the way. Another fascinating thing, and you probably said this at their wedding, they handed out little, you know, little wedding favors, and it was little like containers filled with cigarettes. cigarettes it yeah. was a smoker's wedding all over the place. What? Yeah, yeah they yeah, both smokers. Yeah, yeah, crazy. What? Yeah, yeah true mm-hmm. story. No, yeah. it was. It wasn't filled with cigarettes. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah, it yeah. was. Mm-hmm. Not not wacky tobacco, regular tobacco. <laughs> like real cigarettes in the little. Fa- Party favors that yeah. you yes. get, where I usually get little candies. Or Full little... of them. I mean, like like many, many per guest. So yeah. You know, I, I really liked Mary Kate's um, explanation here. She said, I love his children. You know, I have nothing against his children. But his ex-wife, really? That's a little too much for me. And what now his argument was, <laughs> it, it really, he was worried about his mother, children, and ex-wife. Yes. And he was worried about them during the COVID uh, 19 uh, epidemic, and he wanted to bring them all in and keep them safe in his five million dollar penthouse. So you know you have to say that at least is that that's everyone's like oh this is horrible, but he was worried about their health, and so right, but, which, but what validly int- so I, I get that I totally understand that. Oh but, come on. Yes, exactly. Um, an ex-wife, I I could I that goes a little too far for me. Maybe they're a little bit, they get along pretty good and they're friends. Maybe too well. Hmm. What do you think, Todd? what say you? Go outside, smoke a cigarette together. Yeah, ask the guy, ask the one person on this panel who's not married. Uh, Food goes in here. This is what I say. Uh, Hey, uh, Mary-Kate, when you get to the point where you have sufficiently recovered from this trauma, call me. (laughs) 
Oh, let that even makes the age difference worse, doesn't it? A Todd K is at A Todd K. You know, look, look. You know, it's it's kind of like. When it comes to age difference, I look at it this way. It's like when you go outside and it's 104, and then you go outside and it's 108. What difference does it make? It's hot, right? So age difference, same way. You know, once you hit a 20-year age difference. <laughs> and it has nothing to do with her money either, does it? Well, she has, he she had has money. money. He has money, no. too. No, oh, oh. Todd. <laughs> yes. Talk about Me? Todd. No. <laughs> Todd. We're talking about Todd. No, no, no. Yes. No, her money has nothing to do with that. I would never marry somebody for money. Oh, wait, who's talking about marriage? <laughs> did you say that with a straight face? Did. I did. I did. You know, she just went and rented at a Hamptons place, a whole big, huge Hamptons place, uh, $325,000 for the summer. I, I just don't know how she I don't know how look, you, she needs help. Well, sheltering in place is important. <laughs> it's not cheap, you know. <laughs> I, I would gladly do the Radio Law Talk live remote. As, yeah. Todd's calling in from the Hamptons. But not for money. No, no, no. He doesn't need some... any. <laughs> Should we slide into Harvey Weinstein while we're talking about this? Oh, I, I just don't know that I like referring I don't it like, to it that yeah, way. Yeah, sliding uh... in is not a nice. Yeah, it's a bad uh, mental image, but Where's, moving on. Where is all the cricket sounds? You're not doing, you're not doing a very good I'm, job. I'm doing a terrible job. Horrible I have job. Here, but... That's it. Some of this. Harvey Weinstein. We've been, uh, look, we've been around the block. We're not going to keep talking about it. But we have to because another lawsuit has been filed. Uh, four women have filed a lawsuit for um, uh, get, uh, gets a shocker. These are allegations again, allegations because that it's just the filing that he raped them uh, all the way back to 2000. I mean to 1984. And yes, you can bring cases from stuff back to 1984. And this is a civil lawsuit seeking yes, damages. Right, civil. And that's exactly right. But it, but it, it it applies to four ladies. One of them claims that they were 17 years of age at the time, and it, and it happened at the Canes and uh, Venice Film Festivals. Uh, that's kind of important. So, but here's the other interesting thing that's about this. They didn't just sue Harvey Weinstein. They're also suing Robert Weinstein, Disney, and Miramax, and any other corporations. They can add those saying that they knew about his propensity to do stuff like this at these events, and they, with full knowledge of it, allowed it to happen, is their general argument, which is a little bit interesting. They're just bringing in anyone and everybody at this time. And another thing to me that was interesting about that is this is the biggest um, age difference between the plaintiffs that we've seen. Um, You know, the older... um, uh, female in this case is 70 years old and you know she was 34 when she says right. that this um, occurred to her back right. in 1984 and then the youngest was is now I think she's now 35 years old or 34 years old right and she's the one that was 17 at the time very interesting yep I mean look the uh, the floodgates are open and, and I think people are going to feel it's a lot of fear that keeps people from filing complaints, legitimate fear, because he was a powerful man, right? Well, now that you have the conviction and another one pending, I think there is less fear about retribution that they could suffer coming forward. Uh, There's more than 100 women yeah. uh, claiming uh, rape and sexual assault by him right now in, in, in lawsuits, etc. And so. he's facing a life sentence right now, really. Right. It's, it's so Again, allegations, years. still allegations. We're going to be back. We're going to talk 
about, uh, let's talk a little bit about the Supreme Court and churches. We'll be back. Remember, all of the accused you hear discussed on Radio Law Talk are considered innocent until proven guilty. Another disclaimer on Radio Law Talk. We'll be right back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. The cost of getting rid of garbage is high, and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and bailing company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com. Fancy Pants Peanut Butter? A big screen television? You haven't even bought a sofa yet. A motorcycle? When your father finds out, he's gonna flip his shoes with two buckles? What do you even need two buckles for? Mr. Big Shot, buying whiskey shots for everybody in the bar. From the looks of it, I'd say nobody even remembers. Feed the pig. Today, we decided to walk to school. At the corner, we waited to cross the street. The stoplight counted down, 15, 14. 31, I mean 13. We took a left on Carroll Garden Street. Loud music was coming from a car. Danny's a smart kid, but he gets so distracted. There were so many other 
other sounds. I didn't know what to focus on. Danny, Earth to Danny. Suddenly, he realized he forgot his homework again. I left my homework on the table. At the school steps, we hug goodbye. I really hope he doesn't have another bad day at school today. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free online resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Get personalized recommendations, practical tips, daily access to experts, and more. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you. No points for you. Are, Are you serious? You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. Yeah, we're talking during the break about what to do and what not to do. But here's an interesting thing. So at, at the last hour, that is Friday, this is Saturday, the 30th of May. On Friday, uh, the 29th of May at around 5 p.m., uh, the Supreme Court comes down with a very, very important verdict that is, they took up pretty much on emergency, huh, Denise? They, they took did. it up like last, they don't, it, 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 how many, on it May, takes. This tells you how soon it was. Um, the a divided federal appeals court upheld Governor Newsom's decision on May 22nd. And then wow. by May 29th, like, it's already in the Supreme Court. Let, let, let's tell them what we're talking about. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. I, no, <laughs> yeah. no, but this is my point is <laughs> the Supreme Court <laughs> takes a long time to review stuff. And this is the big issue of. On, during COVID-19 and coronavirus, the governors have basically shut the, the state down, right? The, the big fight is the First Amendment. And what's the First Amendment? Your freedom of religion, freedom of religion, correct? And so what's happened is shutting churches down has been a big issue. And churches are saying that's a, a violation of the First Amendment. And that is, if anyone has the best argument, it's going to be the churches. Because I know a lot of businesses have come to me and talked to me. It's like, you know, do we have a right? Why, how long can they shut us down? And I got a little twist on this, but what happens here is they go to the Supreme Court and say, Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, should not be able to shut us down. And uh, the Supreme came, Court came out 4-3 that, yes, they can, which was a little bit of a shocker. That, that, that given the situation... 5-4. Five, 5-4. Four. Five, four, I mean 5-4. Five, 5-4 four. Five, four, that, um, that, yes, they can. He can shut them down. And when I say shut them down, that's gene- I'm using the generic term. Because they are not shut down. Gavin Newsom is allowing them to open, but on a limited basis. Yeah, it, they were right. limited to uh, under the executive order. Yeah, 25% yeah. capacity. But, but yeah. some, of the some... building's capacity, not the church's membership. That's that's kind of the distinction. So they're tying right. it to the building. But what the interesting thing is, is Justice Roberts jumped on where the there's a more left wing and then a more right wing part of the the Supreme Court. And I I I, I would hope to say that that they they uh, when they decide they decide according to their conscience and what they believe. But it, it still does swing left and right. And he jumped on the side. Well, Roberts is generally more conservative to the more liberal side, and he had some interesting things to say about why. Denise, go, let's go over some of the things why he felt or the majority felt that 
Governor Newsom or any governor, in, as a matter of fact, has that right. And by the way, there's other cases, one in Illinois, that are starting to come up on the same issue. And I think this is just going to shut the door, but go ahead. Well, he kind of, he didn't just look at it in terms of the secular difference. You know, this is a religious group, these are religious churches and all that. But he said the governor is actually shutting down all types of big groups that are meeting and it's not limited because it's really what they were arguing was that they were biased that governor newsom was acting in a prejudicial or biased way against churches and what uh, robert said is no it's not just against um the secular gatherings but it's against lectures and concerts and moviegoers and spectator sports and and water and, parks and you know? exactly Disneyland. water parks and all of these type of things so the first um, issue of bias or prejudice was not um, warranted, Roberts felt. It's important to go back to the language of the First Amendment uh, as it relates to this, because it says, and it's a quote here, Congress, and this is interpreted generally to mean any public agency, any state, any governmental any agency, government. Congress shall make no law respecting, that in that language means treating differently, respecting an establishment of religion, comma, or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. And so what that means here, and the way it's been interpreted, is if religion is being treated from other similarly situated entities or prohibited uh, from occurring and other similarly situated entities are not so prohibited, well, then there would be a violation. And the majority of the Supreme Court, especially according to what Robert said, was, as Denise said, look, everybody that's similarly situated to a church is suffering or is subject to the same restrictions. So they're not singling the religions out. They're the same. However, however... The rest of the other justices did not agree with this. But, Denise, you had something you wanted well, to say. Well, I just thought the interesting thing is, again, it's kind of almost a balancing. There has to be a very exigent circumstance of why this limitation is being done. Exigent, beginning. emergency so, type. Yeah, this is the emergency powers under the governors of the states, and specifically the state of California. And what was interesting about that is they, uh, the governor had just recently tailored that emergency power to say – Churches can reopen, but they can only reopen now at 25% capacity. So that wasn't so overburdensome. That's exactly if you right. Will. That's I noted that down on my argument is yeah. if they would, if he would have said you can't do it at all, I think the Supreme Court would have gone against him. But yeah. he's saying you can. I'm just kind of limiting how or what, and and that's why I think he he won. Yes. And, and there was in the dissent, Justice Kavanaugh pointed out something that I'm not necessarily sure I agree with. And you know, Denise is looking at me like, oh my gosh, Todd did not agree with the Justice Kavanaugh decision. Yeah, I'm kind of like, uh, oh. <laughs> because Justice Kavanaugh said comparable secular businesses are not. This is contrary to what Justice Roberts said, where Roberts said they were. Kavanaugh said comparable secular businesses are not subject to a 25% occupancy cap, including factories, offices, supermarkets, restaurants, retail stores, pharmacies, shopping malls, pet grooming stores, bookstores, you know, and the works. Right. Well, hold on a second. Every time I, I, I tried to go to uh, Home Depot the other day. And you know what? 
There was a long line getting in. Why? Because they were counting the people to go in to make sure that they did not have more than a certain ratio of the maximum occupancy. The same thing is true when I go to my supermarket. And your restaurants. Yes. The restaurants, every other table, or even more, are not being occupied. So I I don't know that that assessment that other businesses are not subject is accurate given the fact that they do – the. Businesses on the list he cited appear to be subject to that. Oh my Cal. gosh, we I think agree. he went. I think he bit into the bumper sticker uh, on this, which is, "Why is it okay for me to go to the Home Depot and not to go to church?" Which is a great question. It, it, well, they can and, go, and to, the well, they can go to church. Oh, we, They're no, just limited. Not, not, not in my county. No. Well, well, that's your county. That's your county. Again, again, what, what is being contested is the executive order by Gavin Newsom. That executive order limited it to 25% capacity. Right. Okay. And and the fact is that 25% capacity limitation appears to be imposed on the same businesses on the list stated by the dissent. And, and that, that's, you know, that is odd. But again... This was all heard on an emergency basis. The uh, the arguments made, uh, they had to be quick. I, I, you didn't have a ton of amicus briefs given the timing. And I think one of the reasons you had this is because, well, church normally meets on Sunday, Saturday with some religions. This decision had to come out. It had to come out by Friday so that people going into the weekend for worship services needed some guidance on what the Supreme Court said. And what's interesting in this case, and this is the U.S. Supreme Court, which is, you know, the ultimate in our land. There's an Illinois case that came up through the uh, Supreme Court of Illinois. And by the time it got up there, it was a challenge again by churches against the governor's um, restriction of having uh, services. And by the time it got up to to the state Supreme Court, um, the governor's order had changed. And so what the state Supreme Court said is this is moot now. We don't need to get to this issue. So they kicked it down the road. So even the state Supreme Court yet had not really decided this issue. Yeah, the governor in Illinois, I can't remember, what did he change it and said? He he made it voluntary. Voluntary, Instead of mandatory. It's not mandatory, but we'd rather have your church do this. But it's not mandatory. So this is interesting because here the U.S. Supreme Court could have done the same thing, but it didn't. It actually hit it head on. I will be curious to see what happens in the coming days with regard to the, uh, the president has indicated that if the churches are not open, that he is going to take some sort of action. Mm. Now, people might say, well, uh, well, this is a state's rights issue. Well, apparently it's not, because this whole argument was raised on the federal constitution issue. And the state may impose something, but the state has to cede to the federal government when right. related to a constitutional issue. We'll see what happens. And Bill Clinton already signed a bill. That made it okay for the feds to override when it came to churches. That's already a matter of law. That happened about four years. Well, four years well, into w- his two second. Term. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to finish one final yeah. thing, but we don't have the time. Oh, we have 15 yeah. seconds. So yeah. we'll, we'll second hour. We'll jo- join us. We'll talk more about the law in a case or no case. All right. Uh, thanks for being with us on Radio Law Talk. There's more coming right up here, so stay there. We'll continue momentarily. been listening to radiolawtalk.com a copyrighted presentation of radio law talk incorporated
Veterinary Medical Association annual convention in Washington, D.C., I spoke with Dr. John Howe, AVMA president, about One Health. One Health is really a collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in animals. There's more valuable information at avma.org. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141.